Welcome to Movie House, a weekly production of Delta College Public Radio. I'm your host, Mark Brown. When Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse came out in 2018, I had absolutely no expectations of it whatsoever. From the trailers, it looked like a straight-to-streaming, alternate-universe animated knockoff. DC has a whole separate little industry making straight-to-disc animated movies about what if Superman landed in Russia instead of Smallville, or what if Lex Luthor was president, and I assumed Into the Spider-Verse was just a quick cash grab trying to capitalize on the popularity of Tom Holland's depiction of the character in the MCU. I'm a big enough person to admit when I'm horribly, catastrophically wrong, and I was. The first film featuring Miles Morales as Spider-Man was one of the best films made about a mainstream comic book character ever. It not only managed to tell a compelling story that evokes actual emotional involvement, but it was also the near-perfect expression of a comic book story. Most filmmakers don't understand that comics aren't just short stories that happen to be illustrated or even ready-made storyboards just waiting to be adapted. Comic books have an art and a narrative to them that is inherent. As one of only a few truly American art forms, they have a way of telling a story that is often ignored or misunderstood when they are adapted into film. Into the Spider-Verse captured the beauty, pathos, wonder, pacing, and structure of an actual comic book in ways that I hadn't ever seen before on film. And it paid tribute to different iterations of this iconic character in ways that were knowing and smart and heartfelt and not just slavish fan service. With a sequel, all the built-in dangers are present. Is it just going to be a tired, rehashed money grab? Is it going to lose everything that made the first one great? Is it even necessary? Happily, the answers to those questions are no, no, and yes. The sequel, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, is very good, as strong as the first and in some ways even more impressive. This one finds Miles Morales a little older, still trying to balance school, home life, and being a crime fighter, but like many adolescents, feeling a little isolated and trying to find his place. He is also pining after an inaccessible girl. In this case, the girl is Gwen Stacy, and she's inaccessible because she lives in another dimension. It's thanks to Gwen that we find out that there's an entire legion of other dimensional spider people dedicated to tracking down and eliminating anomalies, people who are in dimensions where they don't belong and who are screwing up the way things are, quote-unquote, supposed to be. Miles wants to go anywhere Gwen does, so he follows her into other realities trying to help. Of course, it doesn't go well, and we find out, thanks to some very dramatic narration from Oscar Isaac as the bulky and super angsty Spider-Man 2099, that Miles is actually part of the problem. One of the coolest chase scenes ever then commences. The entire movie is great, but Miles escaping from a literal army of spider people in some futuristic world is worth the price of admission alone. Like the best of comic book stories, Across the Spider-Verse uses flamboyant, super-powered characters to explore ideas about family and loyalty, personal identity and belonging, love and friendship, and heartbreak and disappointment. The wildly creative animation style and voice work perfection, particularly from Shameik Moore, Haley Steinfeld, Jake Johnson, and Brian Tyree Henry, raise the already pretty good script to a higher level of art. The film is the rare unicorn of a sequel that is as good as the original, one that expands on the original in useful and important ways. The only downside is that, like a comic book, we have to wait until the next issue to find out how the story ends. I don't like waiting, but I'll definitely be there when it comes out. 
Movie House is a production of Delta College. I'm Mark Brown of Delta's Arts and Letters Division. Tune in next week for another new review. You can find past episodes of Movie House at deltapublicmedia.org and wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you.